Welcome to another episode of Making Magic with your host, Bradley Morris from Magic Media. This is the go-to show for purpose-driven creators to get inspired with innovative new ideas to produce your educational content, build thriving online communities, and turn your message into a movement. Today, the topic of discussion is, of all things on a podcast to talk about, we're going to talk about podcasting. What a concept. We have a friend of mine, a partner of mine at Magic Media, Ian McKenzie. Ian McKenzie is a filmmaker. He is the host of the Mythic Masculine podcast. He is also one of the co-founders of the School of Mythopoetics. And today we're going to be talking about podcasting. Ian, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for being here for this conversation. Thanks for having me, Brad. So my first question, why? You're a filmmaker. Why are you dabbling in the world of audio podcasting? What are the benefits to your life? Yeah, well, one of it is uh, immediacy. Yeah. As you've, uh, as you named, you know, with filmmaking, I've been a documentary filmmaker for, I mean, close to 15 years now. And often the cycles of production, post-production, you know, release, and having some sense of getting it, the the art, whatever it is, out into the world can often take so long that there's something just immediately satisfying about the relatively shorter turnaround of podcasting. You know, for me, again, coming from a documentary world, a lot of the same ingredients are there. Uh, you know, long form interviews with folks on interesting topics. Uh, yeah, really diving in and creating the space for, yeah, like really special inquiries. And then, you know, a little post-production around, you know, adding music or just, you know, lots of ways in which there's sort of a really clear uh, relationship between these mediums. But like I said, there is just something kind of exciting that you could have a you know conversation done and out in the world almost immediately you know with today's technology and um, capacity. So that's a big reason. Amazing. And tell me just about um, your experience in podcasting and um, what sort of what sort of podcasts have you done, both like your own shows and shows that you've been a guest on. Mm-hmm. Well, back in 2019, this is. Uh, you know, pre-pandemic days, but maybe I sensed that uh, some of us would have a, a lot of time in our hands. But uh, but I had this intuition that I really wanted to inquire about masculinity, but with a mythic lens, or at least I'd come to understand a mytho-poetic lens. And uh, at the time as well, a year or two earlier, I had finished uh, a, a film, a documentary film uh, called Amplify Her, which looked at the archetypes of the feminine and the lives of particular women, DJs and producers. And that became a really beautiful transmedia project, uh, you know, with my co-director, Nicole Sorkin. Uh, it, it was a graphic novel series. It, it was animation. It was documentary. So that was, you know, it was a profoundly, you know, fun and creative experience. And I realized through that process, I knew very little about the masculine. And so for me, podcasting became the right medium in order to, you know, begin to explore this. And so that's been ongoing since then. You know, I think we're going on two and a half years or so. And uh, I've been really grateful for the feedback I've gotten. People just really moved and inspired by the conversations I've had there. Uh, and then I, you know, began exploring further. Uh, I have a series, an online series of storytelling, myth and poetry called A Gathering of Stories, of which uh, the third edition, uh, we shifted from what was an in-studio thing with, uh, you know, our good collaborator, uh, Jason Gill and his team at Stream of Consciousness, uh, shifted to an online format, which became a bit of a hybrid live conversation series and a podcast called The Pandemic is a Prism. And that, again, was a way of being able to explore these topical uh, avenues on that, you know, the subject matter, which, of course, is a big deal. And so the third, though, is, of course, the School of Mythopoetics, of which 
uh, I've morphed into offering a online, again, live conversation series, which again, podcasting to then do it live is again, a whole other capacity and, and, and feature that folks may want to do or not. Uh, has been an exciting way, again, to hold like really topical conversations through a mythopoetic lens on current events. And uh, yeah, and it's been a lot of fun. Amazing. And for yourself, what do you feel like are the most, um, for somebody getting into podcasting, the most important pieces that they really need to nail in order to have a podcast that people will enjoy? Hmm. Well, the first thing I bring up in the podcast accelerator, which is something I've just offered, you know, finished a few weeks ago. Uh, the first, you know, sort of initial work is really asking, what is your intention? Yeah. Right. What, what is your intention? What are your goals? Because of course, if you don't really know what you're trying to hit, then how do you know when you hit it? Right. And you may end up chasing down a number of avenues that actually, you know, when you really think about it are not that you know important to you, for example, uh, the format or the kinds of conversations or the frequency. Right. So it all begins again with your intention, with your goals, uh, what are you trying to do with this endeavor? And then from there, certainly there's a grasp of the technical knowledge that is fairly crucial. And at the same time, you know, you can also work with collaborators, particularly those in post-production that can help to, you know, handle that side of it. Because oftentimes, and this happened in the accelerator, a lot of the folks that were drawn to it, you know, are, are quite creative, visionary um, people themselves who who just wanted to really were drawn to holding the conversations and, and you know, developing the ecosystem of that body of, of inquiry, but weren't as technically savvy or didn't want to be as technically savvy as, you know, you, you would need to be in some ways to really polish it up. So that helped to just differentiate between, yeah, you don't have to know everything, but uh, you just got to work with the right people. So that's another thing is to think, yeah, to think about, oh, okay, I don't have to know everything because it can feel daunting right at the beginning to say, you know, I want to do this, but I don't know, you know, start to finish how to do it, but you can also just start and see where you go. Yeah, that's, I mean, with magic, with this podcast, uh, I mean, I basically, a lot of my episodes are snippets from coaching sessions that I did with clients in our creators club membership. And then I grab those and I have a, a standard canned intro outro that I'll just slap on both sides. And that's been the podcast and the podcast has brought me plenty of business. And uh, it's been such a simple way to just leverage what I'm already doing. Um, that any coaches that I work with, I'm like, you should just do this. You're, you're spouting mm -hmm. off wisdom all the time to like one person who's a client or small groups of people that are paying us like grab some of those little nuggets of wisdom and turn those into mini episodes. Um, mm -hmm. and it's, it's such a, a great way to leverage what you're doing. So mm -hmm. your advice to we, I mean, the people listening to this are obviously people that are creators or coaches, et cetera. Um, I know I've talked to quite a few people over the years who are like, yeah, I want to start a podcast, but there's already so many podcasts. Is it too late for me to start a podcast? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, this is a question that comes up. You know, I heard uh, a friend years ago, he said something like, I, I don't think it was him. It might've been Archimedes or something. He said, you know, there's nothing new under the sun. Uh, and in that sense, you know, you could make the same argument for anybody who wants to make a film or who wants to put out an album or do a piece of writing. I mean, there's just so much out there, right? It feels, and if you're kind of approaching it from that way, of course, it can just feel like, why bother? Yeah. But if you approach it from the way of, well, wait a second, okay, nobody's done it in the way that I might do it. And that your particular flavor could be of uh, great interest, right? To your particular kind of audience. And that's like the twin gift of the internet is, you know, you can find everything and 
you know, you can find everything that I've heard this with music as well, that back in the day, you know, the, the top 10 uh, albums or songs, right. Was sort of, everybody had to fit into that mold because that was all that was played on the radio. So there was just some sense of, Oh, everybody kind of likes these, you know, larger meta genres. Uh, but then now you can find like, you know, cabaret death metal uh, from Bavaria or so, you know, like you can easily find like just that right kind of music for you yeah. and that crew of people. So in the same way that your podcast, you're offering, you know, you don't have to appeal to quote everybody. You just have to appeal to the ones that really dig, you know, what you do, maybe have the same values as you do, or just could really benefit. And that's a reason to begin. Yeah. And on that note, it's, uh, it's such an intimate way for people to experience you and your thoughts because it's like you're inside people's head when you're doing a, when somebody's listening, when I'm listening to a podcast, oftentimes I'll have headphones on or I'm in my car driving. I've got it on surround sound. It's literally like over time of listening to these episodes, you feel like you you're developing a relationship with the host of the podcast. And so if you're a teacher or speaker, et cetera, as you said earlier, it's so much easier to do podcasting than to have a YouTube channel. Um, and then it's also, you're developing a relationship with your audience that as you're putting out episodes, they can really get turned on to like, Oh, this is how you're thinking. I feel like you're reading my thoughts is it becomes this, this amazing relationship where even though you've never engaged with the host of the show, you feel like you're, you are connected and you know them because you've they've been in your head for so many episodes, mm -hmm. which is a beautiful thing. It's, it's such a powerful simple way to develop that ongoing relationship which may turn into business it may be people it might turn people onto your membership or your courses or coaching or whatever it is that you do but it's a simple way for you to just leverage the wisdom the, the ideas the knowledge the techniques that you have mm. yeah i agree i mean i'll just say too i've had really beautiful stories of uh folks writing me and saying you know, hey, we downloaded a bunch of episodes and we went out on some like epic camping trip. And every night we made a ritual of listening to an episode while, you know, gazing up at the stars. And, you know, that kind of that kind of share is like amazing to feel and to hear that people are, you know, finding such value in that these kind of conversations in this particular way. So, again, you'd be surprised, you know, once you kind of offer it up uh, sincerely, authentically, where and who might find you. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's, that's kind of the magic of this podcasting space. And um, it can be a calling card because it's a way that um, if you meet people in networking, you can say, here's my podcast. There's a link to it. It's just a really great way for people to, to get to know who you are and what you believe mm -hmm. and for in the world. Um, so speaking of podcasting, you have another accelerator that's coming up for people that want to get into podcasting, but they've been holding themselves back because they don't, they think they don't know enough or they don't have the idea fully formed or they don't know what tech to use or how to set it up or how to distribute mm. it or how to build an audience or how to get the audio sounding crispy clean. So do you want to just talk about that for a moment? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I had this idea for a little while to put together really a roadmap for folks that, you know, similar to what I did and what I've learned. Uh, and I launched the first podcast accelerator, which was from September uh, until mid-October and I'm happy to report that folks really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, the feedback was amazing. People really had some, uh, a sense of essentially being accompanied, right? That's so much of it is being accompanied just through some of these key areas and to gain a kind of 
general literacy, right, of the terrain. That was massive for folks, uh, as well as, you know, a kind of cursory understanding of the the technology was super helpful. You know, it wasn't as opaque as it might have felt um, before that. And then, of course, the group itself. A lot of people were like, wow, this group is amazing. They they loved coming to it every week. I think it felt like a creative cocoon. So if people could really feel um, kind of held and then a place to bring their questions and to reflect what was going on for them and even to yeah, tap into the group mind of how uh, useful it is to be able to test out ideas. And, you know, you can see there, there's the folks that gathered some of the testimonials from that first round, uh, which people can see. And then, of course, a few case studies uh, from others I've worked with as well. Uh, this is uh, uh, Rochelle Lamb, who did a podcast on NBC, and a, a friend, Chris, too, who's uh, done one about the end of tourism. So again, uh, this is a breakdown of the accelerator itself. You know, the five different kind of key areas, uh, idea and format, gear and branding, production and workflow, distribution and audience, uh, and of course, monetization, which, you know, there are a few ways you, that you can actually tap into monetize, may not be directly from the podcast itself. It could be, you know, in, inspiring people to work with you in different ways. But uh, but there you go. It's meant to be a, a beautiful journey, a holistic journey, uh, as well as to yeah, bring, bring you that kind of key support needed to just get you to the threshold, really. Uh, and even if those people who have a podcast, you know, a couple of folks have had many episodes already under their belt and they took the training and they loved actually the the time to reflect on yeah why they had started, where they want to go with it and really found a lot of value in it. And what I love is it's only five weeks. You go to uh -huh. five weeks and in five weeks, if you don't have a podcast in five weeks, you have a podcast <laughs> just to like have that focus container to have the support. Um, and for those of you like just check out an episode of the mythic masculine, see how Ian's mm -hmm. producing his podcast. Uh, you know, quality is, is definitely something that you want to have for, for what you're doing. And so you're going to learn how to create something that's quality so that it can stand out with the audience that you're intending to reach so that people can, fall in love with your voice and your message and, and come on a journey with you, which is, which is so fun. And there's so many different ways to do podcasts. If you're a meditation teacher, your podcast could literally be a meditation channel where people can come consume. I was just chatting with a guy last week and he's been doing uh, sleep stories as his mm -hmm. niche. He gets about 300,000 downloads a month from his wow. sleep stories that he, that he uploads. So there's, you know, there's no, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be conversational. It doesn't have to be the Joe Rogan experience. It doesn't have to be what Ian's doing or what I do here. Uh, Derek Sivers, uh, who was the founder of CD Baby, his podcast is amazing. He was the one that turned me on to like, oh, a podcast could literally be one to three minute episodes that are, that are just concise snippets of wisdom. And so I binge listened to his whole first couple seasons of his podcast and it took me like, 90 minutes. It was awesome. So there's no right or wrong way, but you have to find how your voice wants to come through and everybody's on audio. I mean, who has time to watch a YouTube video these days? Really? Everybody's, you can drive with it. You can do dishes with it. Mm. It's great. Um, so your advice, Ian McKenzie, for those who are thinking about getting into podcasting, who have probably been thinking about getting into podcasting since the first time they heard that a podcast was a thing you could do, but they still mm. have not done it. What would you say to those people? Well, I'd say it's not too late that in fact, uh, you know, this could be the moment. And one of the most satisfying things of the recent accelerator was folks that, you know, again, had, that you could see that light go on, you know, that, that click of the, Oh wow, it's possible to do this. And just to be reflected even in that, you know, willingness or that kernel of the idea 
was deeply valuable for them. And that often was just all they needed to just get that yes, you know, that that courage to do so. And so this kind of thing can be immensely helpful to start you on that journey to get you to the place where you can bring it to the world. And again, the the immense satisfaction that comes from being an artist, being a creative, even if you don't maybe think that way now, uh, is uh, invaluable, I'd say. So again, just treat this as a as a one moment to say, you know, is this the, is this the time? And if so, let's do it. Beautiful. And for those of you who um, maybe you don't want your own podcast, but you want to get on podcasts, um, we have for Magic Media, we're leading a workshop coming up in November and it's called Get a Ton of Podcast Interviews and it's literally a work party. We're going to talk about podcasting and then you're going to get um, you're going to get a script to actually reach out to podcasts so that they can book you for interviews and we're going to spend time actually doing proper keyword researching so you can come up with a list of 20, 30, 40, 50 podcasts in the the niche that you want and you can reach out to all those podcasts. So both of those links will be in the show notes to Ian's Accelerator and to this uh, free podcast work party that we're going to be hosting. So I highly recommend it. Podcasting is one of the simplest, most tech-friendly ways to do um, to do media these days. Like it's it's simple. Once you get it set up, it's very repeatable. You can do it when you're inspired. You can do it regularly. You can involve other people. You can make it a solo show. It's just a really wonderful way for you to do what you love to do and to have interesting conversations with interesting people. Well, that was quick. That was easy. Mm. Mr. McKenzie, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Brad. And everybody, go check out the the Accelerator. He's got a trailer in there that can give you more information about the course. And I say follow your heart and possibly that will lead you to the Accelerator program. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Making Magic Podcast with your host, Bradley T. Morris from Magic Media. If you're inspired to leverage your life's work by crafting your transformational, educational, and inspirational media, thriving online community, profitable membership, or to turn your message into a movement, then head on over to magicmedia.com. That's M-A-J-I-K media.com and explore what our creators club or partnership opportunities have to offer you and your beautiful business.